Week three of the college football season. This is the Never Glory Podcast, College Football Edition. Nick Schill here with Sean Z, Farky, and Memphis Matt. Guys, I've worked uh, two crazy days. I have not ate dinner. I am grumpy. I do not want to do this with you. I just went to fill up my drink up. I am out of ice, so I'm literally drinking my dinner. It is vodka and water, room temperature. What kind of disgrace am I? You know who else doesn't have ice? Poor people in China. A billion of them. Nice life. North Korea. I mean, Jesus Christ. Get, get an ice maker. I mean, it's 2018. Get, get an, an ice, ice maker. maker. Get a fridge. Take water, put it in a dish, and just leave it in there for a little bit. I mean, yeah, you my, can, wife's you can buy this. Was br- my wife's Christmas present was brand new appliances. So I literally go to the ice machine right before we hit record here. I, I It's not working. I've, I've yep. literally owned it. You don't have cubes? You don't have cubes or anything? You don't make drinks? We know you make drinks. No, I wasn't reaching my hand in there. No, dude, he doesn't even have one of those ice chippers. He uses one of those Snoopy ice machines from, like, the 1980s <coughs> to make shaved ice. <laughs> yeah, he just goes down to the local corner and gets some Italian ice from the tropical snow. Oh, God. Jeez, you Neanderthal. <laughs> hey, we got some uh, 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 yeah. fan emails. Do we want to go over them? Um, how about this one? Uh, oh, great. Another podcast where Shill's wasted again. Can he literally form a sentence after he polished off a cheap bottle of vodka during the pod? Classic. You know what? Nader, I know you got one. I'm, I'm going to go ahead and take over for Shill on the, the wasted uh, pod contributor this week. Yeah, we've got another user email that was bitching about incessant um, clicking during our pod. Look, we've handled it. We've assessed the issue. We talked to the gentleman that was the cause of it. It won't happen again. And you we're know not what? Out that, him. That, we're not going to out him. But I got to be honest with you. That listener's an asshole. He knows who he is. Yeah. Uh, another one. Jesus, Nick, Nick and Akron. Have another dot, dot, dot. <laughs> that was, I particularly enjoyed that. And then we also got an actual uh, a, a warranted question. Nick Bosa, number one pick in the draft, tell me I'm wrong. And my response was pretty simple. You're not wrong. We'll talk it on the next pod, but but thank you for the uh, dynamite drop in. Banker love naps on uh, on Twitter on that with that one. He's also a big Bank of America fan. Oh, uh, loser. We stand when it comes to the old BOA. BOA is DOA as far as I'm concerned. The worst. All right, guys. Um. We really didn't get into this yet. We we got to find the w- winner bet out because obviously I dominated last week and now I'm in the lead. Um, so, Tied Sean, lead. you got any ideas or where we're headed with this? Uh, so, uh, here's something I got in talking when we were uh, at the Browns kind of huddle watching the game. Smirnoff Ice Chug for the three losers uh, gets videoed and then they have to post it. Uh, that just seems so weak. Possibly in a t-shirt that I'm an idiot or... I'm not good at gambling, or I'm Tweety Dimes 2.0. Maybe a custom T-shirt, as well as uh, $50 per person stake in it. I'm good with it, Farky. Memphis Matt. Yeah, the losers need to do something. More. The losers need the losers need to do something more embarrassing. Okay. Yeah. So how about this? We're good with that. 
but let's bolster the loser's embarrassment. And maybe, more importantly, the worst person, theirs has, their ante gets upped. They, not, they don't have to do just the chug. They've got to do something else. Man, have I better start take, winning some games. Have to go take. I, I mean, listen. Like, it, for example, like if Nader got last, which would be awesome, or Memphis Matt, have him go take the SAT or something, and then he has to show what he got so people can see how stupid he is. Uh, you know what? I actually like that idea. There is zero chance of me going to a testing center and taking a fucking. <laughs> yeah, Nader on a Saturday morning. Uh huh. Right. <laughs> that ain't happening. Dude, yeah, he's either tailgating or waking up in some pool of piss and blood. <laughs> Dude, I'm you're, usually I'm laying in a puddle of my own urine on a Saturday morning. I'm exactly. Not doing, I'm not doing an SAT. I'm not taking the MCATs on a Saturday morning. Maybe we'll do an <laughs> IQ test or something. Make him take that. That would be good. I'll tell you what, I would fail that with. Well, no, how I about mean, this? The Wonderlick. We'll make them do the Wonderlick. Whoever finishes <laughs> okay, that I like last. That. All right. I do too. Show you too. Got and, that. We'll do the yep. off Ice, all three of the losers. It's 50 a per. And the the bottom the bottom bitch in this the loser of losers, which would have been Farky by twenty games last year, right? Yeah, would have had to do the Wonderlick. And I, I would have been right at the top of it. He would have scored next to Vince Young. Vince no, Young. I, we have to we have to compare them to Lamar Jackson, and Vince Young. <laughs> All right, as as Hawk would say, we're going to put that on the board. All right, it's official. Um, guys, any uh, week two takeaways from uh, any games you saw? Sean, I'll start with you. My only takeaway is I think the elite continue to stay separated, and I think that's only become a, a, a bigger and bigger theme as we get through the year. Uh, there's some teams playing that, that I'll highlight that I think are in that elite. I, I, I think it's five, and I think it's five now because of Notre Dame not looking sharp and Wimbush coming back down to earth after two – or elite, the, the one soft performance, and then um, Oklahoma losing Anderson I think is – devastating for them because their other backs aren't as good. Farky, any uh, week two takeaways? Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to piggyback off of uh, off Sean. I'm going to say George is really fucking good. Uh, I thought they were going to be down compared to last year, but I think they're right up there with everyone else and, and I wasn't there the week before. So that's my biggest takeaway. Memphis, Matt, how jacked were you for the uh, yeah, Iowa, Iowa State 13-3 game? <laughs> I mean, first of all, that game was horrible, which I think we all expected. But I just want to tell you guys, when you're pick, making your picks this week, Herm Edwards, Edwards style, leave it on the grass. That's we'll all get to her. Yeah, yeah. He's towards the end of the sheet here. So we got a bunch of games we're going to get into. Um, our picks last week, I went 9-6. and six. Sean and Farky went 7-8. and eight. Memphis Matt, 6-9. Um, so Sean and I are tied. Yeah, what a loser. Yeah. I mean – Jesus Christ. I need backed into by a F-150. Sean and I hey, are tied for the season. Look what your record equaled, though. We're uh, 16 and 13. Uh, Farky's two games back, and Memphis Matt's four games back. All right, guys, uh, we'll get in the first one here. Uh, Oklahoma at Iowa State. Uh, Kyle Kemp is questionable. He did practice today, even though it looked like he was going to be out. Um, Sean, we'll start here with you. Iowa State's getting 17 and a half at home. Um, who are you going with here? Reluctantly, Iowa State. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say too many points. I think Oklahoma first game on the road, a little bit of struggle. Uh, Kyler Murray uh, on the road, and you know a tough environment in Iowa State. They they lost Iowa State last year, so they do have a little revenge factor. But I'm gonna take Iowa State in the points. 
Um, Harrison, or the running back is a stud. I'm not too worried about it. It's Oklahoma. It's not like their backup's going to stink. Um, Actually, I felt like they did, man, to be honest with you. I, I watched them the game before because he had been dinged up a little. They're just not crisp runners, and in that offense, they need someone that gets vertical up and down the field, and they kind of pitter-patter a little bit. Yeah, I, I know their backup is a uh, senior that's barely played, so, you know, the, their backup's okay. I mean, the second string now with him out is questionable. Um, I'm just – Sermon, I without think, Kemp is, is or the without, junior with, that they like a lot. He correct. Might be the senior. I think the freshman, I, and now his name is slipping me, 22 – he might be the guy that's got to pop up and really step over the, up over the coming weeks because I don't think they can make and go undefeated with without a, an established running game and a dynamic runner at that. Yeah, I don't care for this game just because usually I would zigzag here, take Iowa State. I'm just like last week. I'm not getting in front of Oklahoma right now. I'm going to take OU, Farky. Yeah, in this game, I, I can't. I can't be sold on Iowa State, even at 17-and-a-half. Um, Sean's right. It hurts uh, not having an established run game like that. But I, I actually really like Kyle Murray. Um, I think he's been fine now. Granted, on the road, we'll see what happens. Uh, I, Oklahoma had a slow start against UCLA, but then really just blew them out. If you take away the 14, they scored in the fourth quarter. I think their offense is fine. Um, Iowa State was dismal against Iowa. And the last comment I have on this game is, uh, Indians were just playing down here, the Tribe, against the Rays, baseball. Went to the game on Monday and today. Monday's game, I'm traditionally a big uh, traditional food guy at the ballpark. Hot dogs, popcorn, soda, all that stuff, beer. Uh, ate a bag of popcorn, and I chipped the bottom back tooth on my right side of my mouth. Huge chip from a kernel of that bag of popcorn. So I'm done, show. You're on your own. Fuck corn. I'm done with it. Fuck Iowa State. Fuck Iowa. They can have it. Stuff sucks. And I'm done with popcorn at the ballpark. Never smack. <laughs> hey, I told you, Jay. No nutritional value. Now you got to have a root canal. That's fuck terrible. Listen, this is my least favorite game of the week. And if I were going to bet, I wouldn't bet this for anything, even with anybody's money. But I'm going to take Iowa State at home. Um, you know, the, my... Big concern is Iowa State's quarterback got injured last week. He might not even play this week. We don't know yet for sure. Um, so that's a concern because he's not even that good, and I'm sure their backup's not much better. Um, a little revenge situation for Oklahoma. It's the only team they lost to last year in the regular season. Um, but being at home, um, I think I think Matt Campbell's got enough talent to at least cover the 17-and-a-half. Um, again, I hate this game. It could go either way. This could be a major blowout, especially because Oklahoma's defense is a little bit more, quite a bit more improved than last year. Um, but reluctantly, I'm going to take Iowa State plus the 17 now. Sean, we'll lead off with you again. I don't mean to go back to back, but um, we're going to go Florida State here at Syracuse, header the Carrier Dome. Syracuse getting three and a half at home. Um, line open three, so a little bit of early Florida State money. Sean, what's up with your Knowles? So obviously, Florida State's offense has not been sharp at all this year. That said, Syracuse defense gave up 9.4 yards per play to Western Michigan. Florida State breaks out on the turf. The speed gets amplified, and I think going on the road's a little helpful for them. They can kind of batten down the hatches. I like the Knolls this week. Double digits. I am so scared of taking Florida State right now. Um, even though Syracuse offensively hasn't looked as great as – Probably would have would have expected. 
Um, I think the line should be a pick. I'm going to take a three and a half here. I'm going to take Syracuse. Parky? Yeah, I'm reluctantly taking Florida State. Uh, I think Cam Akers has a big game. He's, he's done his job seven and a half yards of carry so far this year. Again, Florida State has not looked good. Um, I'm, I'm not buying the, the 62-10 blowout that Syracuse had against Wagner. So I'm reluctantly, similar to what I did last year, going to continue to ride them for the first few weeks until, you know, I got to fall off the wagon. That's Matt. Man, another game I'm torn on. Like, um, I know Sean, and he knows FSU better than anybody on here, but he pointed out that Cuse gave up all those yards last week, but FSU gave up over fi- almost 500 yards passing to Sanford. Sanford stinks. <laughs> so I don't really know where to go with this game. I just know that at home, getting three and a half points, Syracuse is a fairly long trip for Florida State. They really haven't turned the tide with Willie yet. Nobody, I don't think he's handing out enough blunts in the locker room. So give me the Q's plus three and a half, but again, I don't love so it. So one thing I would say, okay. I, I think Sanford and Appalachia State are legit going to compete for for the one double A title. And the Stanford had, a, man, but I, I don't disagree. Their quarterback could actually play. He wasn't bad. Um, and the McDaniel kid was Peter Warwick's nephew, uh, and he was unbelievable. I think he had like two hundred yards receiving and. 12, 13 catches. So they couldn't check him. I guess you guys are riding with Dino. Yeah. I don't know what's, no I don't know what's worse, this vodka and water that's room temperature that. or that you thinking App State and Samford are, are equivalents. You're, Dude, you got to get yourself a bourbon. Man, you're man. an embarrassment. All right. That, that vodka. Next trust game. me, that vodka on yeah, stale-ass vodka. Yeah, you're drinking yeah, uh, lukewarm Club. vodka, dude. It's like something you th- – did you throw it in the washer beforehand? Jesus. Hit your Miami game show. Miami. Next game. You, uh, re- coming up to Toledo. <laughs> Miami going to Glass Bowl. Um, Miami's 10 half point favorites now. It opened eight. Um, if I am going to bet this game, I'm going to look to bet it live or maybe second half if Miami starts off kind of slow. I just – I don't think Toledo – let me say this. If Miami would have lost – or would have would be two and zero. I'd be more inclined here to take the ten, the ten and a half. The fact they've already lost, I, you know, I don't think there's a sleepy situation here. Even though Miami team he- heading up in to a max school, so I'm going to lay the ten and a half here. I'm going to take the Hurricanes, Barky. Yeah, I'm going the other way. I, I love uh, Toledo playing at home this year in a little bit of a, of a revenge factor. This is a huge home game for them, and it's it's really a fun game for the MAC because I, it, you know they could be competitive in this game with Miami. Uh, what is it? The Glass Bowl students will be rocking. Uh, beautiful Toledo up there uh, in Ohio on the river. Uh, gave Miami fits last year in Miami. So uh, I don't disagree with you that it probably doesn't work in their favor that Miami, that Miami has an early loss. But I'm, I'm kind of washing that Savannah State game, that blowout game last week. And, uh, you know, I'm going to. I'm going to play this off of what I saw in that first game against LSU. I have never so heard Toledo. Toledo described as beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let me get – hold on, let me take this. Jay, Jay's talking about Toledo like it's Anguilla in the Caribbean. I mean, that place sucks, dude. You know it. I mean, don't – It doesn't even have Cedar Point. That place is terrible. So, like, it, it – yeah. No, I mean, Jesus God. Uh, look, I'm with Jay, though, here on Toledo. I'm not I'm, – I love Toledo this week. Look, Rozier is in a – Full-on quarterback controversy. Rick even wouldn't wouldn't really say who he's going to stick with for the year um, in an interview. 
I mean, and, you know, Rozier's not the type of quarterback. You know, most guys would come out, bust their ass, and respond to that. This guy's going to fold like a cheap lawn chair. Um, I've got Toledo, and you know what? It wouldn't surprise me if Toledo gets the upset outright. I like Toledo here. I like Toledo to win the game. I agree with you. Sean. So, show you you realize though you wouldn't have to take ten and a, ten and a half. You could get Toledo at probably eighteen and a half if Miami was two and zero. Like you're you're yeah. I understand. I, I my, the angle I'm playing is the fact they already have a loss. I don't find I don't find them you know falling into a trap spot as as much as you know. If they uh, and I it. actually I agree with you in that sense. I think the U comes up here and lays an absolute beat down. We'll be rooting for Toledo, local kid, Hudson kid, Mitch, and I'm going to butcher his last name, uh, Guaragni. Is that right, Show? You might even know from a local point of view. But he was a, he was a big-time no, player for I, Hudson, I no and idea. he's starting quarterback for Great. for Toledo. So um, I know the Monday night man will be in big on that. But I'm taking the U. Um, I know. I just. I think. I actually think they signed up for the glass bowl, thinking something totally different. Sparky, next game. Uh, Notre Dame looked a little, little sluggish against uh, Ball State. They are still at home, three straight to start the year. Uh, they're thirteen and a half point favorites. Vandy's coming to town. Who do you like here? This is just a bounce back game for me with ND. Uh, I really like them after that week one win with Michigan. Uh, don't know a ton about Vandy, uh, but I, I don't think this is going to be one of those teams that kind of disrupts what they have going early on, similar to last year in the season. Uh, I think that defensive line dominates, uh, similar to as they did in Michigan. I think Vandy's going to have trouble uh, scoring a lot of points, and I think Notre Dame is going to probably be somewhere around maybe 28-13, uh, somewhere in that area. So give me Notre Dame. Memphis Matt. And I like this game a lot more at the opening line, 14 and a half, obviously. But I'm going to go with Vandy here. Kyle Shermer, uh, quarterback for Vandy's, really not all that bad. And they've only got four returning defensemen um, from last year. But they've actually played pretty good defense this year. And Wimbush, you know, he he's a little turnover prone. I think it might be enough to keep Vandy in the game. Um, I still like Notre Dame for the year. I, I think they're a good squad. I think maybe, uh, you know, they've got a pretty tough schedule look, moving forward, but I think Vandy can keep it within the 13-and-a-half. Like I said, loved it at 14-and-a-half, but definitely more reserved here, but I'll still is take it, them. Is it Kyle Sherman, you said? Yeah, I know Kyle's dad. Yeah. Uh, we nicknamed him Pussy Boy for the Browns. I'm taking Notre Dame. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm with Memphis Matt here. Um if it gets over 14 again, I will be on Vandy at 13 and a half. I might lay off. Um, I just can't trust Wimbush to score enough points here at a game that's um, 51, uh, kind of like the under there. So in that case, I'm just going to take the 13 and a half here. If it gets to 14, 14 and a half, I will take it. So um, I'm going to be on Vandy here. Next game, uh, LSU at Auburn. Um, Auburn's nine and a half point favorites. Memphis Matt. You know, typically we've talked about um, you know, last year and this year, how I mean, this is the ultimate Eddie O fade. Um, and nine and a half, uh, you know, Farky and I always talk about who, you know, who's got talent. And LSU, they definitely have some talent here, but um, LSU is running about 64% of the time. That's Auburn's strength, the stop in the run. Uh, Burrow so far has just not looked all that great. I mean, I like his signal calling and everything like that, uh, but. 
you know, he completed 50% of his passes last week against an inferior opponent. Um, and it's at home with Auburn. Um, I, I like Stidham. Um, so I'm going to take Auburn, fade the nine and a half. Yeah, I love Auburn. I, I, I think they're in the upper echelon. If they're, if they're not in that top five, they're knocking on the door at that sixth spot. They're just having to play Georgia um, this game in Alabama and then come back and if they do win the West um, and flip that around. And they got A&M as well. So their schedule notwithstanding, I love them in this spot here. I actually think this has 30 to 10 written all over it. This is where Eddie O starts slowly going down after uh, that seat cooled off a little bit of week one. I'm going to take Auburn as well. I think it's a blowout. Um, I'll lay the nine and a half. Farky. You guys hit all the highlights. I have Auburn here. Definitely one of my favorite games of the week. Um, Also love the under. Uh, I I don't think LSU gets out of single digits. Uh, Burroughs has been really disappointing to me. So uh, give me Auburn. This is fantastic. The Baylor Bears are back on the pod because it's meaningful. They're about to be 3-0. Sean, they are hosting Duke. Um, line open at 2. Would have loved it there. Not too crazy about the 6.5. Uh, who do you like here, Baylor? Lane this is, this has got boat race written all over. Duke had a nice win uh, against Northwestern. Kind of, you know, they're, they're sitting kind of pretty. I think they head over. This is in Waco, right? I, I yeah, think they yeah, head over yeah. that. Says Duke and I Miller. think they head over to that cesspool, and they have no idea what they're walking into. They'll be playing "Welcome to the Jungle." They'll be pissing down their their uh, white collar legs, and this is tailor made for the Baylor Bears. They roll and they roll big. I agree. With and that you on. forget. It, Go ahead, Vargas. It, it wasn't it. It wasn't football, but you know Duke has had its its own issues as far as uh, you know how hey, to behave on campus. So the keep DA that had to trump them charges up. They didn't even they, when you have a thirty for thirty, basically dogging the DA because they just made shit up. I mean Corey Maggette and and his ability to read and write notwithstanding, I don't really care about that stuff. <laughs> Corey Maggette. <laughs> Brian Dennehy, Carl. You guys, you, guys, you guys know where I stand. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Baylor here. I'm going to lay the six. That and was half. automatic. It's a no-brainer here. I can't believe we had to start with me. I just thought you'd fire. <laughs> I, I, I just alternated them. That's all. Farky. Yeah, I'm, I'm on Baylor as well. Um, I think, I think they run this score up. Uh, being, being a touchdown to me is one of the, the weaker lines of the week. So give me, give me the Baylor Bears. Memphis Matt. Yeah, not so fast, my friends. Little Lee Corso for uh, you. Listen, I like how you talk about Waco like that place is sweet. Is Waco better than Canton? Canton sucks. So does Waco. And here's my question for you. Chip and Joanna Gaines, do they suck or not? I don't know. Wait, they suck. I, yeah. I don't, I There's no home the field. Of, there's no. I'm basically calling it a third world country. I'm saying Duke isn't prepared to go there. Oh, okay. Hey, we're, hey I, we touched on this last year. David Koresh ain't walking on that field. Give me Duke. Give, give me David Cutcliffe off the big win last week. Give me Duke. No, but ironically, David Koresh is, is very similar to what Baylor stands for in terms of, you know, how they treat women, um, <laughs> you know, a lot of high ethics, morals, things of that nature. So, so it's really a good place for him. I'm not surprised. If, if I remember correctly, last year Sean pointed out that uh, – most of our listeners have no None. fucking clue. And, and you guys, you, you, Farky and uh, Memphis Matt, going with the RNC-17 push tonight with, with some of their language, I see. <laughs> Too many bourbons. 
Uh, next game, Boise State uh, travels to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State uh, line was three, now dipped down to two and a half, some early Boise State money. Um, this game's a little tough for me. I kind of like the over. I think both offenses are very good this year. There's only one team I trust to play defense, and that's Boise. I'm going to – the line's two and a half. I'll probably be on the money line. I'm going to take Boise State here. Parky. Yeah, I'm with you on, on Boise State. As long as they can keep up and they can keep scoring, um, they need to get out, I think, to a pretty good start. I don't think that's going to be a problem with Oklahoma State's defense. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot of dink and dunk type stuff, um, you know, mid mid yardage types, you know, 5 to 12 yards. I don't, I don't necessarily think they're going to pick up huge chunks like Oklahoma State does. But I think once they get out to maybe, maybe three to seven point lead, I think they can sustain that. So it's Boise for me. Memphis Matt. Yeah, I don't uh, know much about Boise or Oklahoma State. I love Mike Gundy, obviously. That mullet is just, I mean, glorious. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm going with Boise. Circa 2007, uh, oh, Farkey's faves. Taking Boise here. I'm taking here, Boise, the too. I, I love um, the fact that they've already won on the road, and it might not seem like a big team, but, you know, for us that have that have gambled and, and followed it, going on the road and beating Troy – you know, that's a program that typically has some athletes and can kind of, you know, give fits to some major programs and, and I think beat LSU even last year or two years ago uh, at, at in Baton Rouge. I love Brett uh, Rippin, Mark Rippin's son. Uh, I, he's someone from a quarterback spot that you can trust on the road. Uh, I would like the number at three and show I'm 100% with you. The over, actually, while we're consensus here, my recommendation on the bet angle with this is actually the over. I'm really smart, so I don't blame that. Okay, uh, next game, SMU travels uh, to the big house. Not smart enough to be able to make ice. Michigan. No. I mean, whatever. Uh, Michigan. Pour some water in a tray, for Christ's sake. Memphis, Matt, we'll start with you. Uh, no, no, we're going to start with Parker here. I'm sorry. Uh, Michigan are 35-point favorites here. Uh, SMU, who you like here? I just think it's too many points. Um, the Strictly off of that, I think it'll be handily won from start to finish. Uh, I probably like it more around twenty-eight to thirty-three. Memphis, Matt. Yeah, for me, full agreement on Farkin. This is just a total fade of the number. Uh, you know, Michigan got uh, you know a nice thirty-five point win last week. You know, not much to get up for for this game. Um, SMU, you know, looked. Out, I, I mean, they got beat by thirty last week to TCU. Um, which is probably a pretty comparable team, uh, but they hung in there and, you know, ended up covering. Uh, I'll take SMU plus a 35. I, I didn't actually make a pick, did I? Was that the reason for the silence? Well, yeah, because it, it, seemed, it seemed like you wanted to take Michigan, but you have SMU written down. Yeah, sorry. I, I knew where you were going, Jeff. No, no, no. I said this game should hang between 28 and 33, so I take SMU. My, my yes. Correct. I don't have an angle here with Michigan. <laughs> Obviously, I like their win total over. As Pour me another. I said ad nauseum, if you guys remember. Um, I'm just literally standing in front of the bus because we're not taking consensus SMU. I just won't do it. That, I like that. I, I, I do agree with that. I, I'm going to take the points here. Michigan had their blowout last week. Oh, my goodness. Farky, can you get your dog under control? Why is it always my name? My dog does not that's make a Matt. sound that's, that's, during that's these actually, shots. That's actually Memphis Matt's dog. Oh, Put that bitch on a leash. He's an asshole. 
We'll get to Cliff later. I, I, I got nothing else to add. Michigan had their blowout. Big Ten plays coming up next week. I'm just going to take the points in SMU. Uh, another Big Ten team, Wisconsin's at home um, with BYU. They're getting they're laying actually 21 and a half Memphis Matt. Give me BYU. <laughs> Thank um, you. <laughs> I was waiting for this angle. I'll tell you what. I am tired of betting Wisconsin with these big lines. And every week they come out and end up losing the line by like four or five points every damn week. So, you know, BYU is a nice physical team. They probably shouldn't have lost that game to Cal. They're, they're uh, you know, they're going up against a much bigger physical team this week. They tend to give up a decent amount of yards rushing, um, but I am tired of taking Wisconsin and big lines. Let the record so state Wisconsin's had two games already of big lines. They're one and one. They won week one. Apparently the old Memphis Matt just didn't take them that week to be able to celebrate that one. Interestingly. No, WK, WKU covered that. Yes. Thank you, Jay. We both took them, Sean. Oh, okay. Oh, Nate. Okay, I, I, I stand corrected. Oh. I know, I know. I intently Nader, watched last week, and I am shocked that they gave up a second no. touchdown to New Mexico, and yet we still almost found a backdoor cover because of Bob Davies' incompetence. That said, I'm taking the Mormons. They're not drinking. They're not taking any caffeine. They'll be ready for this noon start. Be rearing to go. Be doing a lot of like you know praying in their magic underwear, and I think they cover twenty one and a half. Yeah, I think it's too many points for the BYU uh, defense here. I, I did, you know, once we get into our pod picks, guys. Was if I'm going to bet against Wisconsin, I do like first half. You know, before that line and Taylor and everybody re- really starts to wear you down. So um, that's going to be my suggestion here. I'm going to take BYU in the twenty one and a half. Farky. Hot take. If BYU has less than two turnovers, they win the game. Give me BYU. Hey, I'll tell you what. On a side note, uh, for our listeners that like uh, musicals, if you haven't seen um, Book of Mormon, I highly recommend it. It's really offensive. Noted. (laughs) Next game, Houston, Houston off a blowout win against a very disappointing Arizona team. Thank God I don't have to pick them again this week. They head to our boy, Old Cliff, uh, Texas Tech. Line open, Houston getting three. A lot of early Houston money, probably based on last week's uh, pretty impressive win. Uh, Texas Tech is now getting one. They're a home underdog. Sean, who you like This here? is extraordinarily reluctantly, and you guys know my view on Cliff. I, I, I'm not a fan, but this line right now is squirrely to me. Um, I'll take Houston, but as reluctantly as possible. I, I re- everyone talks about Ed Oliver and, and Houston and whatnot. I really like what Houston's doing offensively. Um, I'm not going to do it reluctantly. I really like Houston this week. I'll, I'll, I'll lay the one here on the road. Farky. I do too. I, I'm with you. I, I got Houston here. And if you remember, I mentioned as my uh, – my over of the year in terms of wins loss was Houston, and I mentioned this was one of the games that I said if they could get this one, then it was done deal. So um, I'll take them here to win. I think they're the better team. Agree with you, Shill. Memphis Matt consensus. Yeah, I'm with Shill and Farkey here. I'm I'm shocked that this line isn't at a minimum three and a half, uh, let alone more than that. So um, 
and yeah, thank Christ, I don't have to bet Arizona anymore uh, for the next foreseeable future. Uh, Houston for sure. I love Houston here. Bama, Bama schedule stinks. This this might be one of their most difficult games before Auburn. They're at Ole Miss. They are twenty one point favorites. Guys, I hate doing this. Um, I really do hate this game. I could see Bama winning by seven or thirty seven. Um, I think Ole Miss up front can match them. I'm going to take the points here. I'm going to take the 21. I'm going to take Ole Miss. Fargy? I'm going to stick with Bama. Uh, along with Ohio State, they're one of the teams that I'll typically ride that that high total with. Um, I just really think that uh, from the onslaught, they're going to get ahead, and I think they just slowly increase their lead. I, I agree with you. I think Ole Miss can play with them uh, up front on the line. Uh, I think that Alabama is going to be better coach. I think they're going to have a better scheme. I think Tua is, is going to be settled in with that offense. It, it's going to be explosive, and uh, Hurts won't see the field. I think this is when we see kind of a, a breakout game for Tua as a, as a Heisman leader. Memphis man. Yeah, I don't, I don't love this game, and I bet uh, Alabama the first two weeks, and they've covered pretty easily in both games. This is solely getting 21 at home. And I'm hoping that Ole Miss can just score enough to stay in this game and get me the cover. Um, it's not – I don't. I would never recommend anywhere near a flyer money line on this game. But I think, you know, Ole Miss has had some luck against Bama in the past at home when they were big dogs. So I'm um, I'm going to take Ole Miss here um, solely on a flyer bet. Yeah, I, I think Alabama – I'm not 100% certain that their secondary is completely solidified. I think it's something to watch out. Ole Miss, their main issue is depth. It's so early in the season, I think you can get around that a little bit. I'm hoping that they can kind of trail along here. This could be some white knuckle or kind of fingernail bite in between 24 to 17, kind of flipping there late. I'm terrified of, you know, Alabama getting into that running downhill uh, and just getting in, uh, kind of icing it touchdown. But uh, I like the points. I'll take them and, and you know, cross my fingers. Mute your TV if you don't want to hear RPO a thousand times regarding Ole offense. Just watch, listen just to Collinsworth and Michaels. Every goddamn play in the NFL is an RPO now. They don't have a play action anymore. USC uh, travels to Texas. Texas are three-point favorites in this one. Farky, who you like? I don't like Texas. I'm going to take Texas. Um, unfortunately, I... I I cannot get myself to pick USC in this game. I think Texas is the better team. Uh, I think they're the better coach team. I'm sure I might get some pushback on that. Um, they need a win like this, or he is on the hot seat, in my opinion. I, I don't know how they can continue to be a mediocre team nationally um, and fall in that middle tier of programs. I think that I, I heard something today. They're 50 or 500 over the last 10 years. And they lose here to USC and have another shitty start. Um, heads are going to fucking whale. So give me Texas. I think that they hold it at home. Remember Matt? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I'm going to go USC here. And I think this is a little overreaction from what we saw from USC last week against Stanford. And they didn't really do much of anything. But my concern for Tom Herman is, all right, we're about a year and three games in. We haven't seen anything much from him. He lost at Maryland, which was, in my in my opinion, inexcusable. Horrible. Um, and, you know, Texas has a lot of injuries 
that concern me, and I don't know if they're reflected in this line. We've got a starting offensive lineman that's hurt, that's not playing in this game. We've got starting running back that's not playing in this game. Um, you know, again, I, I with an 18-year-old true freshman quarterback on the road, it's not my favorite thing in the world, and I'm probably not going to bet this game. But if I would, I would take USC plus the three. Um, you know, Texas just hasn't shown me anything that um, – tells me they should be a three-point favorite over the talent at USC. And I understand Texas has some talent. But I just, you know, I, I was the biggest Tom, uh, Tom Herman supporter before um, last season, uh, and I just haven't seen what I need to see Have yet. Have you seen so a picture of Tom USC. Herman lately, guys? He's hey, he out of strip clubs. Yeah. Miserable. Stressed to high hell. All that booster bullshit at Texas that has always kind of been dragging around post Mac Brown and why the job wasn't as appealing as everybody like in the media likes to make it out to be. There's a lot of pain in the ass boosters was it come as it comes with that, and I think it's taking its toll on Herman. That said, still immensely better coach than Clay Helton. I can't back Clay Helton in a game like this with the I believe he's actually 17. Um, JD or JT Daniels. I think he actually got and graduated early out of high school, and you know he's starting quarterback and he's on the road. Last week was a tough spot for him. I think this week's a tough spot as well. I like Texas here. I'm I'm with both uh, Sean and Memphis, Matt. I, I agree it's an overreaction line. I still can't back Clay Helton. I'm not touching this game uh, for the pot. I, I'm gonna take Texas here. I hate Clay Helton that much. All right, guys, uh, your Buckeyes head to Jerry World. Um, Playing first real opponent of the year, TCU. TCU is getting 13 and a half right now. Memphis, Matt, who do you like? You know, before the pod started, we got a little bit of information. Um, I loved OSU here. Um, I'll tell you what, I, you know, as big of a loser as I am, my, my father, uh, Memphis Matt Sr., is a bigger loser. <laughs> and he says OSU 21 plus. So, look, what I love, and Farky will go in more into depth because, you know, he pays attention more to Ohio State than I, even I do. I, I love what Haskins is doing. I love what the offense is doing. The receivers look rejuvenated this year. You know, we've got uh, Paris Campbell actually looks like he's giving maximum effort, which I love. Uh, Mike Weber, you know, um, I I love this offense so much that I, I just I, – I don't see any other way you can bet this. It wouldn't surprise me if OSU won by 21-plus. Um, it also wouldn't surprise me if they won by a field goal. So I'm going to take Ohio State here reluctantly, but um, you know I, I wouldn't be afraid to bet this game. And I would say definitely if you're betting it, show what's the over in this game? Over under? You know, um, I'll give it to you after Sean talks. How, how's that sound? I my bet would be on the over for this. Um, I think TCU is going to do plenty to score. I just don't think they can outscore Ohio State. So give me okay, Ohio it's State. Uh, 58 and a half. I think you got to yeah. be prepared for the early blitz from TCU. I don't think they're going to be able to sustain it. But then again, any upset or underdog, you kind of let them hang around long enough. They get into the third and fourth quarter, and it starts to become you know one play here or there. That said, the talent disparity is significant. I like OSU, even though I'm not in love with their backers versus Robinson, uh, the quarterback for TCU. You know, kind of fleet of foot. Um, can typically give Ohio State defenses problems. You harken back even to Denard Robinson gave us some fits when they weren't remotely as talented as us, yet those were games. A similar kind of theme here, or at least a component of it, but I just think Ohio State wears them down, and I like them, particularly now that it's under 14. 
I like it at 14 to 17 range, um, and even even a late score after that uh, from from the Buckeyes. I'm going to take them here. Yeah, you guys follow um, Ohio State better than I do. With the line under 14, I'm going to take it here. Um, I think Gary Patterson probably been prepping for this for about seven eight months. Uh, he's about to sweat all over the sideline. Fat slob. Here's a, here's another take. Um, it will be a neutral crowd. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely. I think it's gonna. I think it's Actually, be sixty-five, I, thirty-five Ohio uh, State. I, t- TCU Stadium seats yeah, what? I agree. Forty thousand. There's gonna be more Ohio State fans here. What are you talking 40, about? Forty thousand. Jerry World. TCU Stadium seats forty thousand. There you go. I'll tell you what. I was there for the national championship four years ago, and it was probably seventy-five percent Ohio State fans to Oregon. It wouldn't surprise me if this is more like, you know, yeah. Uh, 65 35 i mean ohio state just travels so well so if you're a better here i wouldn't even like your some betters might be sitting there thinking well it's in texas might be a little bit of home field advantage i promise you that will not be the case i I think the urban thing works in ohio state's favor too because i think it's it's now you know batting down the hatches hunker down and it becomes kind of buckeye nation on this one and I'll, I'll tell you what, guys. I mean, I know we don't we don't want to get too in depth, but have you seen a more fun offense from Ohio State in the last? Gee, Fark, six, yeah, seven I wonder why that is. All... <laughs> so go ahead, Farky. I'll let you Coaching. take that away. Coaching. Yes. No. <laughs> no, I, I agree with a lot of what you guys said. In fact, uh, Memphis Matt took uh, kind of what my thoughts are on the on the final of the game, and that is, I think they either ease past this thirteen and a half. I think they lose. I don't think they necessarily win um, a close game under a touchdown. Um, this is kind of my my fearful Iowa game from last year. Uh, Sean hit the nail on the head. Um, Shill mentioned it too with the defense. Um, for all for all those uh, dedicated listeners who listened to the, the preseason pod we did, I mentioned you know I really thought TCU has a shot to win the conference. I, I picked Oklahoma, but um, you know for the sake of uh, trying to stick with these guys, but I really like TCU to actually beat Oklahoma and win that conference. So um, I'm going to take Ohio State to cover because I think it's going to be uh, easing past the 13 and a half. I think it's going to be 21, but I'm going to, I'm going to be really nervous if this game's close heading midway through the third quarter into the fourth quarter. So uh, give me the buck, guys. If you did listen to the um, preseason pod, Sean, I believe your uh, surprise team was Utah. They are hosting Washington. Uh, probably Washington's toughest game left on their schedule. Uh, Washington playing six and a half at Utah. Who you like here? Admittedly, I like this game at seven a lot more. Um, that said, I, I just like the points here. I think it's close. I think Washington wins, but three, four point game. Uh, give me the Utes at home. It's a night game. So yes. I, I think, you know, they'll be all geared up. I know Farky's been out there for him before. Uh, so I, I like the spot here for Utah. He's been kind of scheming and planning for this game really since the the start of training camp. So I like the Utes in this one with the points. Um, just so you know, in the future, we've only done this for, what, three years? We put the games in chronological order. So we're towards the end of it. So these are all going to be night games, Sean. You're Aware. Um, I am – I'm with you, Sean. I, I liked it better at seven. I don't know if I would play it at six and a half. I'm going to take Utah as well. Farky? Yeah, I wanted to hear what you guys had to say because if you guys love this game, uh, I guess I'd go ahead and flip. This was probably the hardest game on the slate for me to pick. 
Um, I'm picking Washington here just uh, strictly off the fact they do already have a loss. Um, to me, this this is going to end up being a game where it feels like, wow, Utah almost won that game, and, and it's maybe a 10-point win for Washington. Uh, I think you know Utah definitely stays in it, keeps it respectable. Uh, it's just it's more one of those things where I have a hard time picking against Browning after already having an early loss. Um, you know, playing on the road, I think he's somebody you can rely on as well as Rippin. Um, so give me Washington, unless you guys love it. Nader. Memphis Matt. Yeah, it's something we touched on early in the season, especially uh, Shell and I. Uh, we talked about kind of the regression of, of Browning over the last two years. Um, my concern in this game isn't so much Browning as Washington can't run the ball. They're having struggles this year in both games. Um, that's Utah especially is starting the run. And with a quarterback that's kind of regressed the last two years, and I – I feel like he's kind of going that way this year as well. They can't run the ball and open up passing lanes with that uh, with that effect. I, I feel like Utah has got an advantage here. I, I agree with Farkey. I wouldn't sit here and, you know, if you're going to bet games this weekend, this is I not agree. the game that I would jump on. Um, but solely with the six and a half at home, a decent Utah team, um, I think you got to take Utah here. Uh, that's just my opinion. But I, I, I wouldn't lay money on it at six and a half. All right, um, a game we all like. Our buddy Herm off an impressive win against Michigan State. They travel to San Diego State. San Diego State's getting five at home. I am not going to get too much into this. I just think it's a huge letdown spot. I am taking San Diego State. I think they went straight up. Farky. Yeah, I, I won't even talk about this game. I won't bet Herm Edwards, so give me San Diego State. <laughs> Memphis Matt. <laughs> yeah, I... I think here we finally are going to get a little Herm Edwards let down. Uh, I mean, Christ, it's been a long time coming, and it's only two games in the season. So give me San Diego State. So here's here's my take. Herm was good in week two. I stayed up and watched the Michigan State game. Second half, some of it is Michigan State sucks, and I keep telling you guys that. But Herm managed that game, the end of the game situation, which is hard to believe because he was a disaster in the pros. But he actually had control over it, so props where props is due. That said, this is a perfect spot. This is a money line special. I know it's consensus for us. I think we're taking San Diego State in the points, but I'd also offer up let's throw half a unit on a money line here with San Diego State. Arizona State does not effectively move the ball. Nikhil Harry is a top 10 pick. He's an absolute beast if he runs well. Lock him in in the top 10, uh, you know, at the receiver spot. That said, I think San Diego State's going to kind of build a game plan to, to keep the ball away or box him in a little bit. And Arizona State hasn't shown anything else definitively to be able to kind of move the ball. And I'm not sure their defense is going to travel as well on the road. San Diego State's going to pressure them in spots, you know, with their offense. This is a perfect spot for the Aztecs. I love this game this week. Yeah, is this their first – Road game of the year? It is, right? Yeah. Last game, your Memphis Mac game of the week. Uh, they're at home in the Tiger Dome. Uh, line open at 22. It has skyrocketed at 27. They are hosting uh, Georgia State. Sean? I'm taking Memphis here. I think the bounce back, it's Georgia State. I love me some Ron Hunter, but Ron Hunter don't coach, coach football. That guy's a straight stud basketball coach. Um, big fan of old Ron Hunter. But uh, he ain't gonna he ain't gonna be able to help him this weekend. Give me the Tigers in the Tiger Dome. 
Yeah, um, Memphis scores 70. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. I'm taking Memphis. They, they roll. Farky? Yeah, I can't wait to hear what Memphis Matt has to say for this game. It, make sure if he implores you to take Memphis, um, you do it because it worked out really well for him last week. And I think everyone picked Memphis last week. So I'll do the same thing this week and save everyone from a loss by taking uh, Georgia State. Because uh, if I know one thing, they may not they may not be that good, but them boys are athletic down there. So they'll definitely put a product on the field that's going to be able to run around with them boys up in Memphis. So give me Georgia State. Uh, I've got six words for our followers. Just six. Georgia State sucks. Give me Memphis. <laughs> Didn't even address the letdown he, did, he gave our listeners last week. Uh, I employ our listeners. Memphis. You didn't even apologize. Me- Memphis did outgain them, and the turnovers were four to one. Oh, here we so, go. I think that's a misleading final. I think I think Memphis should have covered. If it would happen again, I would have taken Memphis again. So there, I, I, I back. I back Shell, up my Shell, pick. can you let our listeners what our board looks like? Oh, right I think now we're good. We've uh, used the word no, enough already. No, no, we're good. <laughs> we're good. All right. Cool. So consensus: we got Auburn, right, guys, we got we'll, Boise, we got BYU, Houston, Ohio State, San Diego State. I think we talk bets a little bit. Are we? Do we like Auburn? Are we on on board with them as a bet? We're laying nine and a yes. half there. Yeah, and you know what? I I'll, I'll tell you what. I wouldn't mind a maybe in that Auburn game as as we get into the second half. Maybe doing a second half bet on Auburn too, as as kind of uh, LSU. Eddie O is making no adjustments at halftime, and maybe Auburn comes out and. Lays a little whooping on him in the second half too. Well, I think at the very least yeah, we'll take the nine and a half, and then uh, you know show your your vigilant monitor with your degenerate gambling, so you can monitor that second half for us. How's that sound? Sounds good. Yeah, um, our pod bets last week we went four and four, so we drank some juice. We're uh, eight and seven. We're up a point two units, so nothing super impressive. But uh, we kind of survived the last two weeks. Um, Boise. Um, I know we had Boise. If it stays at two and a half, I think we just play the money line. Um, if it gets to three, you guys want to take the points? You yeah, like I think that's the move. And then I okay. also I like the over. Um, I don't know what you guys think. Uh, you can definitely talk me into the over as well. So, um, Shill or um, Farky? Do, do we want to spl- do we want to split it? I, I I don't want to put a bunch of units on one game. So maybe we do, maybe we do half a unit on the money line, and half 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 unit on the over. Farky Memphis Matt. Yeah, I mean, I'm fine with that. I, we can play out how the Auburn game goes, but I, I like the under better in the second half bet probably in that game, but let's see what it's doing. I think Houston we're somewhat safe on. I mean, a couple of us really liked it. I know Sean was a little I'm fine, I'm, I'm, I'm fine that. with that with you guys. It's basically a pick em. Houston's the better team. They've consistently shown it, and I will take great joys going against Cliff, so I, uh, I'll, I'll gladly jump on that. Okay, I, I think we're on consensus here. We're going to take San Diego State, maybe ha- half money line, half points, and I think Ohio State. I think we're all pretty comfortable taking the thirteen and a half there. So what do we want to do? Be like Farky Memphis match. Anybody got any rebuttals? I mean, that's just my thing with them. You know, plus if you guys are new to betting, you get more points in the first half usually. Um, I can look that up right now. Um, Memphis Mad Fark, you guys got any objections to what we're doing thus far? I'm going to look at the first half right now for the Wisconsin game. No. No. These all look good. 
Sean, anything else to add? Uh, the I'm, only I'm thing that I would say is I, I, I would venture, I'd like a straight San Diego State full unit points bet and then a, and then an additional half unit money line. Okay. I, yeah, that's I'll what, tell you what. That's what we're talking about. I, I, I say we go unit and a half on BYU based off of Jason's full turn on corn and how bad it sucks him chipping his dude. Yeah, but he said that's that in relation bit. to Iowa. So what the hell are you talking about? No. He said BYU versus uh, Wisconsin. He started talking about his. No, uh, it was at the onset because I had to follow tooth. it with Florida State. And I'm like, well, <laughs> he just dropped like nine F-bombs. Yeah, about corn sorry. I'm going to talk about my Knowles. Yeah, you're right. Mrs. Memphis yeah, Matt brought say, me another bourbon. Bottoms up, fire, boozer. Fire up the wagon. Boy. I just, uh, just to recap here. We're gonna we're gonna lay the nine and a half with Auburn. We might take a second half bet there. Um, looks like Boise. Um, we're gonna look at money line over. We're gonna definitely gonna be on, on BYU in some form or fashion. We're definitely on Ohio State, Ohio or sorry Houston, Ohio State, and then probably the game we like the best. We are gonna take San Diego State in the points, and we're gonna do a half unit on the money line, which is plus one seventy five right now. Um, just make sure to follow us at NEG Pod CFB. I will post them all tonight and um, probably retweet them all um, as the week We had on. a ton of faves last week. Hey, I think up. looking at this week, I love the balance. I like the looks that we've got. This is just like you're lining up on the tee box. You just ripped your fourth shotgun. You're on your sixth hole. You, your buddy just threw up into the trash can. The other one's pissing over at a tree. And you just line up that nice little dog, slight dog leg par four, and you just hit just a monster draw. And just wrap it right around the trees to the left there, and you got wedge in hand. And you just do what I do: you just pin seek, and then you putt. Yeah. It, it, it does I, remind me, listen. you know, when you rip the drive like that, and everyone else is hammering the grip, they're like, "Then shit your pants." Hey, hey, are we okay? Yeah, we're good. You can just yeah, get in the car right. and you just roll off to the shot. Hey, I would. Hey, so I'll talk uh, back to that second half bet on the Auburn game. I would say if that game is within three at halftime, that's when I would pound out Auburn on the second half. Bet I don't know if you guys agree, but I like it. No, I, I agree. I just I, I would be shocked if that's where we're at. But I like that we keep an eye on it for sure. All right, guys. Anything else in the keep pod? The listener emails coming. We're always happy uh, to hear of our adoring, adoring fans, no matter how much they want to ridicule our alcoholism and belligerency. Yeah. yeah. We're the we're the greatest cappers on on the internet. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, like I said before, make sure to follow us at NEG Pod CFB. Follow the rest of the guys with uh, all your fantasy football questions, NFL uh, picks, which I believe we are all doing. Uh, the four of us, which is a new addition this year. Um, Luke Grilly is doing a great job with the website, putting out articles almost daily, whether it's fantasy football or our picks. Make sure to follow us there. Uh, if you guys got nothing else, for uh, Nick Schill, Sean Z, Farky, Memphis, Matt, good luck on your uh, week three picks. We will see you next week. These are the tales, the freaky tales. These are the tales that I tell so well you don't like my dirty raps. You can go to hell, short dog.